This has been a whirlwind few days. It sure has. My head is spinning. Mine too. And if you want to know why, the Pete Maureen Mixing It Up podcast is coming up next. Well, hello, everybody. I'm Pete. And I'm Maureen. And this is the Mixing It Up with Pete and Maureen podcast, where every week we get together in our dining room with a drink, and we uh, talk about whatever it is that's on the top of our heads or comes out of our backsides. And you may be wondering what the reference was at the beginning of the show. And uh, it may be cryptic to some of you, and to some of you, you know exactly what we're talking about. Uh, we will not perpetuate this mystery. In our last few podcasts, I had mentioned to you that we were going to be putting our house up for sale very soon. And we did. In fact, we did a whole show about HGTV, our HGTV and our apprehension about this whole process based upon what we saw on HGTV. The show, the house went up for sale Friday. We signed the paperwork with a realtor on Thursday and our listing went live, as they say, which meant that it was up on all of the, the Realty websites on Friday. Saturday, we did an open, not an open house, but we had Saturday and Sunday people coming to the house. And we had how many people? I think it was like about 16 showings. Over Saturday and Sunday. Mm -hmm. The house is sold, folks. The house is sold. It, in two days. It was amazing. I mean, we're very happy, but we just can't believe it. And the strange part was the very first offer that we had on the house was the first person to look at it. Yes. And it's mm -hmm. crazy because we were also going to be looking at houses to buy that day. And as we were leaving, our realtor showed up with the first person to see the house. Right. And me being the jovial person, she comes in and I'm like, oh, welcome. You know, look around. Uh, and our realtor's like, yeah, you're the first person to see this house. And I said, so I said, if you make a good offer, boom, boom, we're done. Shake hands. Go home. You yeah. know, so now and she laughed and, she and we laughed had a good we time got in the car. We, we left. And I never thought anything of it. We go down uh, to look at the house that we were going to, to see in Has That was the one in Haslam, mm -hmm. right? And I get an IM from our realtor. And he says, you have an offer. A full price offer. A full price offer on the house. And so I'm like, what, what, what just happened? So I said, well, do we say sold? And he's like, no, don't say sold yet because we have a lot more showings on Saturday. And on Sunday. And there was one on Sunday. No. And then one. it mushroomed. But they had, on Sunday, they had so many, they went from 10 in the morning till 5 at night. They were just back to back every like half hour or so somebody was coming. So then uh, Monday, our realtor says, okay, can I come over and talk to you guys because I have offers. And he shows up with five offers. Five offers on our house, which is not 
the most modern house. This house was built in 1924. It is a two-story colonial with a finished basement, really nice finished basement. And I think that helps sell it. I mean, it's a good, solid house, but it's not what the HGTV it, no, yuppies are looking for. It's not. As a matter of fact, that's I think what we I, were afraid of. I mentioned this previously. This house does not have kitchen cabinets. It doesn't even have a counter. It's a kitchen with a large walk-in pantry on the back of the house. Well, that's how they used to make them. That's how you they know. used to build these things. And all of the houses in this area today have kitchen cabinets and probably some kind of counter or island or, or something. Uh, we did not knock down any walls in this house because as I had jokingly said on our uh, podcast about HGTV, in this house, if you knock walls down, it falls down. Yeah. <laughs> now that's not really so. You, there, if it's not a load-bearing wall, you can remove it, and people have done that in houses in this neighborhood, just like this one. But we didn't do it here. So you're getting this really lovely 1924 built colonial with really nice chestnut trim around all the windows and the doorways, and one, two, three really nice stained glass windows. But there is no, there, there's no pantry oh, well there's a pantry there's no uh, kitchen cabinets there's no counter space right and the sink that we have in this house is a 1950s sink right it's it's one of those um is it metal Young, youngstown is it made out of metal it's I a think? metal it's a metal sink and a metal cabinet the cabinet underneath yeah it, and it's called a youngstown kitchen which was very very popular in the 1940s and the 1950s that has been here all 35 years that we've been here we never upgraded the sink and so for somebody to come in here, for five people, let alone, to offer us a deal on the house was amazing. We were just like, how did this happen? And, you know, we had a, a bad experience, like back in, I guess, around 1990s or so. We, had, we were looking to move at that point when our kids were still home and little. And we were looking to find something a little bit bigger and, you know, move to a, a better school system and such like that. And we were on the market back then. It, it was over a year. We got one offer in right. all and that, that and time. And it was a low ball And offer. it was for less than what we had paid for the house. And we were already in the house like six, seven years yeah. at that point. We paid, what, $45,000 right. for this house. I know, that's ridiculous. 30, today. Now, of course, we're talking 35 years ago. Right. We pay, We actually assumed the mortgage on this house, and the purchase price was $45,000. And these people came in, and I think they offered us, what, 36 42. or so? 42. Was it 42? And I looked at the realtor, and I said, there's your hat. There's your coat. Get the hell out of here. You know, how dare you come in and insult me? Well, he has to Well, I know he it. has to do it, but it was still, yeah. you know, he had a figure that I was going to hand him his head mm -hmm. for, and I did. Because uh, yeah, you don't exactly have a poker face, Pete. You know? <laughs> no, no. So we took the house off the market and we finally decided that it was time to, to leave because we wanted to get into a ranch type house because we're, we're both in our mid-60s now and it's a little tougher for Maureen to negotiate the stairs to get upstairs to the bedrooms and the bathroom and downstairs to the basement and I'm not really crazy about lugging laundry up and down the stairs to the basement so we decided it was time to go right and um 
we put the house up for sale. I think, I think what worked for us was we did a little bit of homework mm-hmm. before we listed the house because we had our realtor come in. And I'm thinking about even having him on a podcast. Oh, I'm sure he'd talk, love that. To talk about how this whole thing transpired because to Maureen and I, this is quite miraculous because we thought we would be going for many weeks, if not months, to find a buyer. And after two days on the market, we have five offers and we and good offers good too. Offers. I mean, like you know, only one was a low ball. Everything else were were one all, was a low all ball. had pluses and minuses. The to one them. lady offered the full price. We had another. We we sold the house uh, for ten thousand dollars over the asking price, which we thought was good. We had another guy come and he wanted to give us twenty thousand dollars over the asking price, but the the problem was, it was a VA mortgage. Right, now, which is wonderful if you're a, a if you're, if a, you're veteran, a vet it's and because you don't got, have to put any money down. And you know, th- those guys certainly deserve any any thing that they that they can get to make home buying yeah. easier. But as a seller, as a seller, it's not good. No, because what they do is they break your balls. Oh, Randy, you break my balls here. Well, better better late than never. Um, <laughs> they they break your balls. They come in because the federal government is putting up the whole. Right, the whole they, enchilada. They're, they're basically buying it with nothing down or a very, very small yeah. down payment. And so the federal government comes in, and they break your balls. They nickel and dime you about everything. It's well, that board over there squeaks, and we don't like this, and we don't like that, and you have to change this, and you have to change that, and it can be very expensive. Right. Very expensive. It can be a deal breaker, and so our realtor said, "Listen, don't get, don't get crazy." Yes, you have an offer here that is $20,000 over your asking price. Yeah, that's a lot of money, but a deal like this is fraught with peril. And he said it was risky. Risky. Risky was I the word he used. I said fraught with peril. Well, he used the word risky. <laughs> well, but I thought fraught with peril was a lot more colorful. It, it is. It's very poetic. It was. That's why I said it. It was fraught with peril. <laughs> This is a risky offer, Pete. No, it's not risky. It's fraught, it is fraught with peril. And Can so you tell we, Pete it's like an English minor? And so we, <laughs> uh, we turned it down, and we went with the next best offer, which was all cash, and cash is king. And it was for $10,000 over the asking price. Thank you, God. Um, and but we, to we, me, it's just, it's just such a mind-blower that we got here in two days. I know. And we even we even bought the St. Joseph statue. Do you know about that? People have have this superstition, which I'm very skeptical about, but I was is, willing is to try. Is that a Catholic thing? Uh, I probably, I don't know. I, I imagine that, that it's a Catholic but thing. But they, they but people that aren't even religious are are doing it. You you're supposed to get a statue of St. Joseph and you're supposed to Bury it in the ground in front of your house, upside down, with facing your house. Now, there's all these rules. I don't know who made them. And then you aren't you supposed to do an Ovita? And you're supposed to they give you like a prayer that you could say with it. Or you could just, you know. And you're supposed to say the prayer, what, every day? Every day for nine days. For nine days. And once your house sells and you move to your new house, you dig them up and you're supposed to give them a place of honor in your new home. And I went online, and I ordered one of those statues 
you know, I was Now, ready. it's a tiny little oh, statue. Well, it, I didn't it, want it's, to it's pay not a lot something, for it. It's not, just to explain to our audience, it's not something that you're going to see up in the front of, of your church. No, it's I'm, not one of those big, it's a little. Well, well you can use, you can get anywhere you want. Yeah, but this one is a few inches high. Yeah, And plastic. it's made out of plastic. It's, it's not even painted. No, it, I mean, I, I didn't want to spend a lot of money on it. I, yeah. I, I'm not even sure I believe in it, but I thought, well, you know what? All these people have done it. It worked for them. We didn't try it the last time. Let's try it this time. And this time, the house sold in two days. I didn't even have time so, to put them in the ground. So Joe's not even in the ground yet, but <laughs> here's the deal. We now have 90 days to get out of here, and so we have to find a home, and of course, this now becomes uh, a matter of, you know, our lawyer looking at the contracts and the buyer's lawyer going through stuff. And then, uh, you know, all, all these other states, I guess there's a home inspection that we're going to have to go through. And hopefully they're not going to break my balls too much <laughs> on the uh, home inspection. But I know that we will be going through that. So, oh, Randy, you're breaking my balls here. There you go. <laughs> and uh, so we've got 90 days to do that. And find a new home and get all of our stuff out of here and into the new place, which we have no idea where that's going to be. We've had so many of our friends, A, praying for us and wishing us uh, success in selling the house. And we are so grateful for that because we, we sold it in two days. Who the hell thought that that would have happened? Our heads really are, are literally spinning. Um <laughs> And so now it's like, well, everybody's asking, where are you going? Where are you going? We don't know. Uh, we are looking at, uh, there's one property in Hazlitt that I am really keen on. You are a little bit less keen on it, but it's, it's a contender. Mm -hmm. We looked at one place in Bridgewater, which was very near our daughter, and we thought that would be great. And she thought so too. She thought so too. <laughs> and then we and when we saw the pictures, right? Right. I mean, it, th this is the one thing that's that's kind of like a bugging me. But when you you look at these listings online, and I get it, they, they're going to make it look as attractive as they can. But this house, I mean, if you saw it, you would think, oh, I would buy it. And they sight, flipped it. Sight unseen. This was a flip house. A flip house. So everything, you know. All new floors, freshly painted, updated uh, heating system, central air, all, all the stuff that you want. And I thought, oh, this is, this is it. It's near Kimmy. We're going to be good. Well, we went to see it, and what a disappointment. Yeah. I mean, we have, uh, I'm not even being picky about, like, stuff. You know, I'm, I'm willing to purge things. I know we're downsizing. We're going to get rid of a lot of stuff. I'm aware of that. Yeah. We've already gotten rid of a lot of stuff. But this house, the closets were, like, microscopic. I mean, what part of the problem with this house that we live in now is that we could use more closet space. Well, this one was even smaller, the closets. And the closets had no poles on them to hang anything Right, on. so you'd have to, like, outfit the inside of the closets to to be able to hang clothes in or whatever. No basement. The only place to store like things like your Christmas decorations would be a pull down stair up to the attic. Yeah. It, it just wasn't it wasn't a good goodbye. Now, it looked good on paper and then when we got there it was disappointing. So now we've got some other properties that we are going to be looking at. Uh, we are recording this podcast on uh, Tuesday evening the 14th of the month. 
And tomorrow we have an appointment to look at a, a very promising place in West Orange. And then on Thursday, Thursday I think we're going to Edison and maybe Woodbridge. Mm-hmm. Depends to, if, if, if she can get them everything yeah. lined up, you know, what's, what's available. And there is also another place that is up for sale in my hometown. Not only in, in Oldbridge, where, where I grew up, but in the housing development that I was raised in. And Ed Popolarski is uh, one of our regular listeners, and Eddie and I lived uh, catty corner across from one another in Madison Park. And Nick Googie, if you're listening, if, if any of my old pals uh, from Madison Park are listening, uh, we have an opportunity to go back to Madison Park. We found a, a place there that is in the right price range. The place is gorgeous. It is gorgeous. The people that took over the, this house, uh, these houses were built in 1955. So they're mid, typical mid-century houses with full basements. Uh, and they've done incredible stuff. They, they went with the open concept. They took down some walls, uh, recessed lighting. It's just gorgeous. And it's an opportunity for me to realize my dream, which is to go back to Madison Park. But... But I keep warning You're you. Warning <laughs> keeps warning me. Go ahead. That, you know, it, it sounds really good. And, you know, I get it. It warms the cockles of your heart. It but, does. But it, when it, you yeah. go back there, Eddie's not going to be there. Everybody's Steve's gone. not going to be there. Everybody's gone. Donna, gone. Julie, You Nick, know, your neighbors, the, the people that knew you, they're all gone. They're all gone or dead, or, or Or, you know, just moved away. Yeah. And not only that, but, like, you know, you're going to meet people that maybe are living in those houses now. And you're going to walk in and it's like... This isn't Steve's house anymore. What what did they do that for? Eddie, the the bar that used to have, it's gone, you know. And you're going to be outraged. I'm going to be looking for Mr. Popolarski, Ed's dad, who was very often working on his car. He used to wear a T-shirt and always had a cigar in his mouth. And he was a a wonderful guy. Ed, Ed, Ed and Millie Popolarski. And Tina, they had a chihuahua named Tina. <laughs> and Mr. Popolarski was forever working on the Hudson. Uh, they had a big green Hudson with a straight eight, eight-cylinder engine. And and Mr. P was always working. And they also had a, uh, a Mercury, as I remember. I think it was a Monterey or something. And I know I'm going to be driving around the neighborhood. And where's Mr. Popolarski? Where's Mrs. Popolarski? Where's, where's Ed? Right. Where, where's Nick and Donna and Julie Googie? Where's Linda Messenger? Where is? And and they're not going to be. And it's 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 gonna it's gonna be hard. And these people don't know who I am coming back to Madison of course not. Park. You know. And like uh, I was telling you, I the kind of legendary had... Pete Torino <laughs> returns to the, <laughs> the scene of his youth, and nobody, and nobody knows. Nobody knows. <laughs> but I had a similar thing because when we got married, we moved down more or less to your neck of the woods yeah. because. Uh, of, of where we were both working at the time, and it, it it was kind of a midpoint. I was working up this way, you were working down the shore. It was a good in between part, and then eventually, when we moved up here to Irvington, I was kind of moving back. It wasn't my neighborhood, but it was certainly closer to where I grew up and to all my friends and stuff. And the same thing, I grew up. I came up here expecting, oh, now I'll be able to get together with this one and that one. Well, Life moved on, didn't and, and it yeah. didn't happen. And you know, it—I was a little let down 
to tell you the truth. And I, I'm just trying to, I love you so much, I'm just trying to save you from that. I know, I know. I have um, probably an over-romanticized version. I will tell you what my ultimate dream was, friends. My ultimate dream was to actually go back and buy 60 Princeton Road. <laughs> I know. Which is the house that my mom and dad bought in 1955. We moved from Newark. We had a home, a three-family uh, three, uh, family. home on Hanford Street. My mom was the owner and the landlord, and they left Newark uh, in November of 1955, and they bought the house in Madison Park, and I had lived there from 1955 until I married Maureen, in 1976, although I have to say I was kind of an absentee resident between 1972 and 76 because I went off to Seton Hall University, and even though I was a commuter student, uh, by 6.30, 7 o'clock in the morning, I was out of the house and didn't come in usually until very late in the evening. So if I wasn't in class, I was over at the radio station, and if I wasn't at the radio station, I was with Maureen. So it was like from 1972 to 1976, Pete wasn't even in Madison Park. Right, right. You know, maybe you saw him pulling out of the driveway <laughs> or coming in, in the, you know, late at night, but that was it. But uh, 1976, when we married, uh, that was the, the end of Madison Park for me. And then we lived in, uh, in Sayreville for a while in a, a really nice garden apartment. And then we had a house in Cliffwood Beach, which was a little two-bedroom bungalow. And then 35 years ago, we bought this house here in Irvington, and it has served us well. Um, it's going to be hard to go. It will be, but I'm so excited about not having stairs to contend with and re being able to start afresh and rec you know redecorate and... Uh, I'm, I'm excited. Our son was over this evening, and I was sharing some of my thoughts with him. Um, and, and it's kind of hard, because for me, this it's an emotional issue. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm all big and bad now. We got, uh, wait, wait till moving day, then, yeah, then I'll very, probably be a puddle. I'm, but right I'm now, I'm very okay. Sentimental. I'm a very sentimental guy. And that's what I love about and you. There, and there were times, believe me, when we wanted to get out of here. There were times that we, you know... We just wanted to leave the keys in the door and say, see ya. But we stuck it out. We stuck it out through the ups and the downs, and now it's over. And I remember when we bought this house, mm -hmm. the day that we moved in, it was another whirlwind day because we closed on the house that we sold, and we closed on this house on the very same day. And we had to do the move on the same day as on well. On the same day, too. Because we needed the money from the first house to be able to put down on the, this house. Yeah. And we couldn't get into one until the other one had closed. And it was just, I, I don't know how we did it. And we had two small kids. We were kids. young. And we, we had two small young. kids besides. Remember, we were, what, 28, 29 years old yeah. when we came <laughs> We're 66 now. Shh. You know? <laughs> and so, yeah, it's going to be bittersweet. I, I know I'm going to lose it. I'm almost losing it now. Oh. You'll be fine. Just, uh, what, what I think will help me is um, once I'm excited about where we're going, mm -hmm. once I know where we're going and I'm excited about that, <clears throat> uh, it'll be better. It will be. It will be. But it's going to be hard. But it's just so, 
blinding to the two of us that in two days it was sold. Yeah. <laughs> and, mul- and you know, you know, I, I, keep, I keep going back to this HGTV. I mean, like, on, you know, on a house that is really needs some updating. I mean, it's a nice house. It's a good selling house. It's it's not that you need to do anything. No, it's, it's move in ready. Move but, in ready. But, but if you know, if you want, there's certainly room to put your own touches on it and make it more modern. You know, um, and you know, God bless the new owner. I hope they have many happy years here too. So the search is on, and uh, we will keep you posted. Or as I've been saying. Keep, oh, keeping me postal <laughs> <laughs> on the uh, on the search, and we have to thank uh, our realtor Silvio Labrador who made this happen. Silvio was just unbelievable, and uh, he's now working to help us find a new place. But we're going to have him on, I think, because he loves to talk. <laughs> he likes to talk, and uh, I think you know part of what helped sell our house was that we put, uh, we made some repairs to the pantry ceiling, the pantry walls. We put a new ceramic tile floor in the pantry. We had a laminate floor in the kitchen and we put a new uh, ceramic tile floor over that. And our basement is also a finished basement with recessed lighting in the ceiling. Again, ceramic tile floor throughout and it's just a great man cave. And I think some of those things help put it over the top. I think so. And we didn't have to spend a lot of money on big renovations, on cabinets, on counters. We didn't even replace the 1950s Youngtown sink, and the place still sold. And I'm sure Silvio will be able to tell you more about how he managed to pull that one off. (laughs) So, Silvio, God bless you for getting that done, and you owe me a bottle of wine. And we'll keep you posted again. Thank you so much for all of your prayers and all of your good wishes. For now, I'm Pete. And I'm Maureen. And we're off the radio. Goodbye. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you for listening.